Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. We don't talk about aviation, and one of the most popular tweets that I had recently was, I suggested we spare a thought for those in the aviation sector and tourism industry. And according to the Irish Times, the aviation sector needs a recovery plan. That's the message uh, that the Irish airline pilots are saying in the Irish Times today. And in the Irish Times opinion piece, they're calling for the government to urgently engage with them before their industry is completely decimated. Now, let me just read a piece of the article for you. The Irish Airline Pilots Association has engaged with many stakeholders in aviation, tourism and hospitality industry over the course of the past year. What has been clear from our own members and those whom we've engaged with is the lack of a clear plan of, for support support and recovery risks doing irreparable damage that has consequences far beyond the 140,000 people who rely on aviation for their livelihood in this country. Irish tour operators report to us they are losing their second consecutive summer of business. While we have seen many initiatives over the course of the pandemic from government, Ireland has remained as a state with the largest reduction in air traffic. Eurocontrol's reports issued on a weekly basis show Ireland consistently as a leader with an over 80% reduction in in flights. There is no initiative available to reverse this statistic. A corresponding package in recognition uh, of this severe suppression of our industry is required. And to talk to you more about it is Nick Gammon from Recover Irish Aviation and he joins me on the line. Nick, good afternoon to you. You're on Ireland's Classic Hits. Good afternoon now. Uh, Nick, it's very depressing and my heart goes out to you and all, the, all your members and all the people in aviation and the people who rely on aviation in the hotels and hospitality and tourism industry as well and the €6 million Euro that we're probably going to lose on a, a yearly basis in relation to this. But what is the answer? It's just getting worse. It is getting worse, Niall. And since we last spoke, which I think was about four to six weeks ago, nothing has been done. Uh, we're still finding ourselves with absolutely no plan whatsoever in coming out of this. And we're actually under increasing uh, strain with how we are going to be able to, especially with some of the measures that are taking place and coming in, uh, which are serving to further decimate the industry, but more importantly, on, an, uh, on a sort of a re- irreversible basis. Uh, I mean, I, I, I noticed Mial Martin yesterday tweeted because he, he hashtagged Hospitality Tourism Expo, and this was at the RAI. And he says, I know the pandemic has caused huge disruption for hospitality and tourism, but this government will continue support to support you as we move on a pathway to recovery. Now, I just think that's a complete and utter insult. Firstly, the word disruption. I mean, talk about underestimating the problem. I mean, it's decimation. It's not just disruption, it's decimation. And he talks about a path to recovery. You don't see a path to recovery, do you? There is absolutely no path to recovery for aviation at this stage. Um, It is, you're right in what you say, decimation is the word. Uh, We are currently at the bottom of the table with regards to uh, having lost flights and connectivity from this. Uh, As you mentioned earlier, one of the reports that came out, we are consistently finding ourselves to be an outlier in Europe. Uh, Again, as as, as, as we've mentioned many times before, other airlines, in Europe, such as Air France, has been given another €4 billion Euro this week in its state support. Lufthansa tops over €12 billion, And Ireland has seen absolutely none of uh, nothing significant like this whatsoever. Uh, they, they might well come, around, uh, come out and say, oh, you know, we're supporting with TWSS and POP and, and, and these kinds of supports. But every country in Europe has those supports now, and so does every business in Ireland. Uh, we have had no uh, no support package, but more importantly, no plan. 
when at a European level there are plans in place and very significant uh, measures that are being uh, champed in to allow air travel to resume. Well, well, isn't this the problem? When we look at what's happened over the last two or three weeks and another 30 countries added to the mandatory quarantine list, now Stephen Donnelly this morning only suggesting we have 1,600 beds available for mandatory quarantine, which should be enough. The booking system has crashed, closed down on thir- from Thursday on where there's no booking. Aer Lingus have already stated they will not be allowing passengers to board planes from foreign countries or blocked countries unless they have proof of booking. Essentially what the government, from what I can see, and maybe I'm wrong and you think I'm wrong in my estimation of this, are going down the road of zero COVID. They're essentially slowly but surely, without actually saying it, doing what Australia did last year, which is not allowing people into the country unless they quarantine in a hotel for two weeks. Yeah, I mean, look, let's just uh, look at that. You mentioned the zero COVID. Zero COVID has already been out, fantasy. ruled out, essentially, by Nephis and by the government. So, but this appears to us to be zero COVID via the back door. We are the only country in Europe implementing mandatory hotel quarantine like this. The, the policy is completely nonsensical. No other country wanted to bring this in for that reason. We're now, as you said, yes, we've book, we're completely booked up. and uh, We've actually even paused here uh, bookings into the mandatory hotel quarantine facilities which essentially is akin to an outright travel ban so essentially similar to australia if i want to come to ireland from america or france or any of the countries that have been put on the mandatory quarantine list as and from thursday the new countries um i have to wait i go on a waiting list that's what you have to do in australia you have to make an application and it goes by priority or compassionate reasons or all those kind of other 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 priorities because there is no plan to extend that from stephen donnelly it seems 1600 beds he said is adequate we will look it's it's we are it's, it's becoming laughable uh, we are completely gobsmacked at this policy. You know, there are very clear answers to it. Uh, you know, you mentioned there about Australia. We actually have citizens now, Irish citizens in Australia, who are trying to return to Ireland, although via Dubai, which now means that they need to be essentially detained in a mandatory quarantine facility. And they can't come home. This is absolutely ludicrous. We're doing it now as well to the dismay of our businesses, to the dismay of other hmm. Europeans states trying to lock up EU citizens. Well, that, well, the, well the High Court has still not made a, a defined decision in relation. I know Emma Kelly was released, as they say, yes, because it almost sounds like letting people out of prison, was released yesterday because she had a vaccine. She had um, two negative PCR tests and waited a third one last night. Eventually she was told, yes, that she could go and see her father who unfortunately was very unwell um, on compassionate grounds. But the, the courts, the High Court, is still to decide whether this was legal to detain people uh, under these circumstances, particularly Irish citizens. So what's the, what is the alternative, Nick, to get to get out of this mess? We seem to be, every other country is planning to get out, and Britain are talking about holidays in June. I know Ryanair are planning, you know, a full schedule for this June in Britain, right? But here in Ireland, we seem to be going into things rather than coming out of it. So what what is your plan to get out? Because people are saying, Nick, sure, it's all well and good condemning the government and telling them what they shouldn't be doing, but what, what should we be doing? Absolutely. And just to pick up on what you just mentioned there about the UK, just to kind of further outline how much we are an outlier here, we're adding the United States of America onto the uh, mandatory hotel quarantine list tomorrow, whilst the United Kingdom is actually designating it as a green country to which travel will be allowed. But yes, we have very... um, By the way, what is the... Sorry, Nick, because I don't understand either, but what is the reason for adding the United States? The reason for adding the United States, from what we can see, is the number of cases there which have declined. They're the most vaccinated, one of the most vaccinated countries out there. And by the way, we're still locking up 
vaccinated people. But as you said, the solution to this is simple. We in the in the European Union we have now this. Uh, we talked about it last time. The digital green certificate that is going to allow for people who are vaccinated, for people who have been tested by antigen testing, and for people who have recovered. To travel freely again. It's going to be an international recognised system. We've had good support from that from some ministers in the last week. Dara O'Brien and Thomas Byrne specifically have mentioned this in public support. But the, the, unfortunately, we're still in a, in a system whereby we're acquiring negative PCR tests when antigen tests are the solution. Let's just look in Ireland. Uh, in so, okay, so just to clarify what you're saying, because I don't want people to think, oh, well, look, I'm not going to get my vaccine for at least six months. Well, it could be a year the way this country is working at the moment. Um, so I'm not going to get my vaccine or, or Ashling, who's younger than me, won't get it till next year or whatever it is. So you don't have to have had your vaccine. You have to have proved you've either had your vaccine. Um, you've already had COVID-19, uh, which can be well established, or you do an antigen test, which takes about five minutes. So you have to have one of the three to get your certificate. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. It applies to everybody and it allows for travel on a wide scale basis, which is absolutely required at this point. Uh, the antigen testing, they are quick, they are cheap, they are accessible. And a recent report in the UK even said that a single antigen test on arrival will be as effective as a 10 day quarantine in reducing imported cases and can be deployed to safely restart international travel. These tests um, we're currently not allowing them, whereas countries such as Denmark, Spain, the United Kingdom and the United States are allowing them. It would appear from where we are sat that there's just a complete um, sort of, no, there's no willingness by NEFUS to put to implement these. And, and, and why do you think that is, Nick? I mean, well, what's behind this? Because, I mean, why, why do we feel, why does Ireland feel they have to be an outlier? We have the longest lockdown in the world, with the exception of Cuba, who've been in lockdown for 30 years. But we have the longest lockdown in the world. Why do you think that Ireland specifically have to be some sort of outlier in this? Are we just overcautious? Is that what it is? Well, let's just, this whole idea of being overcautious is actually very pertinent at the moment. We're completely gobsmacked. The deputy CMO, uh, Dr. Ronan Glynn, yesterday spoke out very negatively about the likes of antigen testing, which, by the way, his own scientists came out recently in a report called the Ferguson Report, which I'm, I'm no doubt you've heard of, yep. uh, which was commissioned by him and written by his own team, which suggested that widespread antigen testing is going to be the way that we can reopen this country. It's going to Those allow Those antigen tests have been there since last June. Um, they they, they've been sitting on the desk of the HSE since October. The report, I believe, was done in October and nothing has been done. And I suggested this last year, particularly when it came to care homes, that, you know, staff of care homes last, I said last June, staff of care homes should be antigen tests as they go to work. It would have saved a lot of lives. But we never, ever did it. And I have no understanding of why. I know somebody who imports antigen tests, a personal friend of mine. They're 97% accurate. Exactly. And not only uh, are we not implementing them, Dr. Ronan Glynn yesterday came out and essentially trashed the report that was written by his own scientists against them. We're at a loss to explain it as well. Um, you know, we're already using these antigen tests to allow healthcare workers back into a medical setting in hospitals and such. We're allowing them for the whole is to come into the country. Why can't we? use them for the safe and meaningful resumption of travel, which, as you mentioned, supports over 143,000 jobs in this country, 17 billion in GDP, which is drastically needed at this stage. A second summer will not be sustainable for this country. Uh, we are what happens? Seeing... Nick, sorry to interrupt you again, but what happens if we have a second summer of this? I think that we will see further uh, 
sort of exportation of assets. Look at Ryanair sending a load of aircraft up to Belfast. Uh, then the uh, Aer Lingus sending assets over to... Well, by assets, I mean airplanes. Uh, what's what's the stop Irish people going to Belfast to go on holidays? Nothing, really. I see nothing. But what it does is, essentially, we have a 500-kilometre long border with the United Kingdom, who, by the way, are allowing travel again for potentially from the middle of next month What's to stop the Irish people driving up to Belfast? Do we condone that? No. We want to, we want to allow for the safe and efficient operation of it within Ireland. We want to be part of the, pro- part of the solution, yeah. not part of a problem that is going to be avoided. Because when people do drive up the M1 to Belfast, they essentially are taking the jobs out of this country, the FDI that it brings, all of these things. And it's going to be far more reaching than aviation. The aviation industry not only supports a lot of things like our hotels, tourism industry and restaurants, but also the the myriad of um, multinational companies which need to get their staff in and out of this country. And we're essentially blocking that. It's it's a long road for you guys. I know it has been a long road. I mean, there are many industries in this country which have been adversely affected. Actually, we talked about circuses yesterday, something we'd forgotten about, and also the entertainment industry and, of course, the aviation industry because of how much money it brings in um, into the country. And not only that, the amount of people who are directly and indirectly involved in aviation, including hotels and hospitality and coach drivers and everybody else, even the little coffee shops on rural Ireland uh, that might give coffee to, you know, 50 American tourists a day. All that is part of this small economy in this country and a big economy in the wider scale and Nick I feel so sorry for you because I just see a complete lack of communication joined up thinking and I have no understanding why Ireland has to be some sort of outlier and I have no doubt that they are listening to the zero Covid people with this fantasy idea of closing Ireland for business and I think that's what you're thinking too I, I am and, and the, what, what the most painful element to this is that the solution is there staring us in the face antigen testing and the Digital Green Certificate. We are going to see the Digital Green Certificate signed into law uh, very shortly. And that is going to, what essentially is going to be the only chink of light that we have in resuming some level of meaningful travel. And this is not just tourism. You often get numbers spouted at you about people coming back from Lanzarote. The travel aviation industry is so much more than that. It's people traveling for humanitarian reasons, essential travel. I mean, we're, I mean, the ludicrousness that this is demonstrated by the fact that we've been detaining people who are essential workers who are fully vaccinated. Um, That's so, to me. I mean, now in fairness, Simon Harris did say yesterday he believed he went against the government policy and he believed it was illogical. And it is illogical to, to detain somebody who's already vaccinated. It just makes little or no sense. But we're it doing it. No and we're also seeing it demonstrates further that even cabinet can't agree on this. So the policy has been trouble from day one, will continue to be problematic. And as we've seen, we've already used up all of our capacity. Well, I, so, well, I, also, I also don't know the legality. That's for the High Court to decide the legality of detaining an Irish citizen, whatever about detaining somebody from another country coming into the country, but detaining an Irish citizen uh, when they're actually vaccinated or when they happen to have a, a PCR test, a negative PCR test. Finally, if you were in front of government now, if you were standing in front of Stephen Donnelly and uh, Michal Martin, what would you say to them? I would say that we need to adopt antigen testing as a matter of extreme urgency, not just for internally, but most importantly, for travel. We are part of the, the European Union. We should be leading this from the front and we need to be adopting the digital green certificate, allowing for the vaccinated, the tested and the recovered people who've recovered from COVID-19 uh, is, is a policy that will allow us to freely travel again within the EU and start to build up 
safe travel again, which is absolutely crucial to this economy. We cannot last on our own here. A lot of texts coming in. Somebody said it'll take 10 years for the airline industry to recover because Neffet and the government will impose further ban on travel until everyone in the state is vaccinated. And that will take many years as uh, they consider travel to be the cause of importing COVID into the country, which is, which is true, this person says. I believe it's untrue. Initially, it may have been true, but at this stage, the horse is well and truly bolted. And I, don't, I think travel is only responsible now for, I believe, somewhere between three, 1 and 3% of cases. It's actually even less than that, Niall. It's less than half a percent of where the report travel cases and regardless we still have the issue of the open border with the state that is allowing free travel from next month we drastically need to sort this out uh, we are going to find ourselves as a complete outlier in europe we will probably find uh, you know this is disastrous for our trading partners for our, for our global image it's something that needs serious attention and quickly we have spent the last 10 years and have enjoyed over the last 10 years increasing connectivity to this country for, to the united states to the rest of Europe and the rest of the world. Fast connectivity is disappearing and it is disappearing fast and it's unlikely to come back. I'm not saying that people won't be able to travel to the rest of the world, but not out of Ireland. All right, listen, thank you very much indeed. And I appreciate you coming on the air and I wish you well. Uh, Nick Gammon, who is one of the founders of Recover Aviation, and he's absolutely 100% right. All those scheduled flights that you've seen over the last 10 or 15 years, all those new destinations that we've seen from Ireland, because we are a small country. If you go back for the 10 or 15 years to get to Los Angeles or to get to many countries and cities around the world, you have to go via Heathrow. We set up a lot of great new destinations. They're all at risk now because it just won't be viable anymore. So Ireland has become a bit of a little bit of an outlier. We'll be left on our own in this little country of ours, sitting here wondering how we're going to get to other countries. And even when aviation comes back, you're not going to be able to get your direct flights to Orlando or Los Angeles or whatever it happens to be, or possibly even New York. You might have to go via Heathrow. Uh, because it just won't be viable for them to do it the way the government has set up the system at the moment. It's absolutely crazy. And again, I say to you what I said at the start of the show, it's up to you, the people. You're the one who has to shout the loudest. I'm not suggesting for one minute people should go out on streets and protest and uh, people should go out on streets and cause any kind of mayhem or violence. But write to your local TD, talk to your local politicians, go on social media. At this stage, we have to put things into perspective. We have a country to run. It would be different if we were dealing with the bubonic plague. We're not dealing with the bubonic plague. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.